0: I will say that you know one of the things that's great about um being a chair is that you can still be a productive member of the meeting and Mm -hmm. contribute without having done any of the readings
1: wow that's bonus
0: yeah not that i'm implying anything
1: Bureaucracy's Basement to your ears. This is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Each week, the dedicated staff of the Bureau meet to make recommendations, file reports, and survive on water that drips from the boiler pipes in the back room as we sleep on a bed of dot matrix printer paper. Maybe one day we'll escape from the subterranean hell that is this basement, but until that day comes, this city is not going to improve itself. So here we stay, improving things. This meeting is now in session. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Ah, oh, I, I cannot tell you. I feel I feel refreshed. Do you? Yes, I have been sleeping. I've 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 mastered the art of sleeping with my eyes open and my mouth moving. Uh, and it's been great. I, I've had, I believe, the last two weeks at least, I've been fast asleep.
0: Are you Are you sleeping now?
1: I might be. Okay. I, I probably wouldn't. My sleeping mind is devious. I probably wouldn't tell you. Uh,
0: well, I can't tell if you're sleeping or not. So I'm just going to assume that you are. And okay. I'm going to try and remain soothing. And, uh, you know, provide provide fodder for good dreams,
1: not bad right. ones. Yeah, because if you if you wake me up in the middle of uh, me doing a sleep meeting, um, legend is um, I'll die. Really? Yeah. 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 Huh. No, wait, that's if I dream I'm falling. Right. And I fall in and I hit the ground in the
0: dream. Huh. Um what if you are dreaming that you're uh passing an important motion? Does it it does it actually become uh does it does it become law if if you pass it in a, in this dream state?
1: By by the transitive property, yes. Okay, good.
0: Uh so if you're here and mm-hmm. if dream maiden is here. And if I'm here, do we have quorum?
1: No. Oh, wait, wait. Nope. Still no. Okay. I think dream people are half people. Okay. So we still, we we need at least, I think, four or five more dream people to really get a full slate for quorum.
0: You know, and I don't think we have anything uh, in our... uh, In our rules, right? Like in our meeting rules. So we might want to like, we might want to put this on a future meeting agenda, uh, working out what the quorum status is of dream selves.
1: Right. And we should see like how that stacks up against our policies for uh, specters, phantoms, Mm -hmm. liches, ghouls, revenants, etc. Yeah.
0: Or just reflections in a mirror. Yeah. That would be a really great great way to like boost our numbers to get quorum. Let's just put, you know, put some mirrors in here. Make the it would open the room up as well, make it yep. feel a bit more spacious.
1: I, I agree. And uh we would have more room for storage.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We could fit twice as much like paper down here.
1: Exactly. So well, we should we should ask for mirrors and more paper yeah. uh from from the sixth floor.
0: Okay. All right. We we're we haven't even done a t- attendance. And we're just like ticking off uh, action items,
1: right? I, I almost forgot attendance. Um, so, okay. so, so, so first we have Dream, Dream Aiden. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I'm I'm here. Dream me is here, oh. uh, and uh, curled up in uh, in almost like shrimp like slumber within Dream Aiden is uh, Real Aiden. He's there too. He's waving. Okay. In his sleep. Hello, Oh, Mark uh, yourself
0: present twice
1: I did. oh and now I'm awake oh, I'm we, done attend, do we are we doing attendance? We're
0: doing attendance. we're halfway through.
1: oh okay, cool. uh and how about you you uh you look you look like a very awake Paul Uh,
0: I wouldn't go so far as to say awake. I would say <laughs> that I am conscious I wouldn't nah, conscious is even strong. Mm. I'm present. I think you can mark me as present
1: all right. Present it is. Right. I think uh, we have have a feeling we've talked about Quorum already.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we oh, have. Okay.
1: All right, then. We don't got it. We press no. on. All
0: right. First item on the agenda. I think I need to talk to you about an HR situation that is developing rapidly. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't like, you know, I I was the person who like, you know, sent the, the message in saying, can we please put this on the agenda? And now I don't know how to approach it because uh, <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable. We had a council meeting a little while ago, two weeks ago. And as you know, at the end of every council meeting, uh, they have a COVID update from the city manager. Uh, this council meeting had gone off without a hitch. Um, I can't even remember what was on it. It was so boring, like nothing. Nothing untoward or noteworthy or crazy happened you, the entire meeting.
1: Just like a warm glass of like hot milk with malt.
0: Stuff was accomplished. Things were done. Motions got voted on. And the the, the business of City Hall carried on. And then we got to the COVID-19 update at the end of the council meeting. You know, I don't even know what the backstory is that led to this moment, but I'm going to share the moment that um, I, I think we need to talk about. So this is the this is the COVID nineteen update. Basically, all the city manager has said is we're monitoring the situation. Uh, w- w- our plan is to basically not change anything until the end of March. People are going to be expected. We're going to continue to strongly encourage people to mask. You know, in this in this COVID update. The city manager had been told by the Saskatchewan Health Authority that things are getting better. All the numbers are pointing in the right direction. No reason to worry about lifting, you know, the last few things that the city is doing. Of course. So, yeah. So it was a very, it was a very upbeat upbeat, um, message. And then uh, uh, this happened.
2: Councilor Shaw. I have a question. If you'll just give me a minute here, I'd like to say a few things. Over the past two years, people across the globe have put their lives on hold. We were told to social distance for each other, remain in our homes, cancel our weddings, our anniversaries, birthdays, and celebrations. Do not visit our loved ones and care homes. We're all in this together. The rules that we as officials, have ele- have elected officials have set, I feel that this is our mandate to follow them. lead by example. That, to me, is a true definition of a leader. I have a message to my fellow counselors: If you insist on preaching your choice to others, wear your masks when the cameras are on and take them off when the cameras are off. You are hypocrites. You're not leaders. You don't deserve my respect or the citizens' respect.
3: Councillor Stantchev, I'm
2: pretty sure it says in the procedural bylaw that we're not supposed to cast um, any kind of naked um, judgment on what the motivations or or what other councillors say. Like there is should be a level of respect and not um, calling out other people on this floor. We're supposed to treat each other with respect. I never called anybody out on this floor, councillors. The people
3: that are doing what
1: the opposite of what they thank you all right okay so so i have i have well i have one question
3: mm-hmm.
1: what the hell is she talking about <laughs> like what what is it like who's the who's the hypocrite who's who's wearing the masks or explain this to me Paul please.
0: I really can't um I don't uh I don't know I don't know what was going on there was so there was some strange social media activity uh, from from Councillor Shaw uh, in the ten days leading up to this meeting, where uh, she had remarked about ten, actually ten days before this meeting. This was the March sixteenth meeting, by the way, of City Council. Uh, she had remarked on council or on Facebook about having gone to a, a meeting at City Hall and that there were councillors there, and she referred to councillors who had voted against getting rid of the mask mandate at city hall. And she said something about to the effect of these counselors are um, wearing their masks when the, ca- when the cameras are on, but not when the council, when the uh, cam- like when the cameras are off, the masks come off. Uh-huh. And I don't know um, how seriously to take that accusation at all. Actually, clearly this had been brewing for more than just this one meeting, because as you probably noticed, that was a prepared statement. She was reading from something.
1: Yeah. No, it it was, I thought she was about to just make a comment and then, yeah, she clearly prepared remarks because this was very, very important.
0: Yeah. Oh, here. Um, Actually, I found... The social media post, and I was wrong. I said Facebook. It was actually on Twitter. It was from March 7th. Uh, she said, in quotes, return to in person meetings on March 1st. This past seven to three with Stadnachuck, Hawkins, and Act voting against. I attended a meeting at City Hall today with one of the three councillors. No mask. Message should read strongly encourage mask wearing when the camera is on. <laughs> so one of those three councillors in this social media post had uh, had, had stirred up councillor Shaw's ire. But again, who knows if that's the incident she was referring to in this uh, screed at council?
1: So when she said she wasn't calling anybody out, she was calling at least one person out. Probably yeah. it seems. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah.
0: And. The I was a little surprised, because this was brought up on the CBC the next morning, that uh, when asked why the mayor didn't intercede and say, Tarina, knock it off, um, she said that the system worked because Councillor Stadnichuk had raised a point of order and had uh, cancelled things. So, um, presuming that one of the councillors who sits with Katrina Shaw was the one who was being you know, obliquely referenced in this comment, it was left up to one of these counselors who's being, you know, told that she has no respect for them. They're Mm -hmm. the ones who have to, like, raise the point of order to end this, like, end this screed, which I thought isn't, as far as I know, how these things are supposed to work. Like, I thought chairs were supposed to chair. Yeah. Personally, I found this I found this moment very very shocking when it happened because, like I say, this was the last five to ten minutes of the meeting. Everything else had been fine before this, so I you know I was I was getting ready to like you know pack it up, go home, mm-hmm. relax. But no, um, curl up with my with my bundle of printer paper. <laughs> yeah. So then this happens in the last few minutes, and Councillor Shaw is the deputy mayor right now. This is a position that uh, cycles. Uh, Every two months, it changes which councillor is going to be doing it. So Councillor Shaw is the deputy mayor. And that means that she chairs executive committee meetings. Now, I thought after she had in council, accused one or more of her colleagues of being a hypocrite and said, you don't deserve my respect, that that might somehow preclude her from chairing executive committee meetings. But no, seven days later on the 23rd, she was chairing executive committee meetings. Uh, There was a special uh, executive meeting on the 24th as well. She was chair there as well. Uh, She has issued no apology for making these remarks. Um, The mayor on the CBC said that it is the situation. She said that counselors should treat each other with respect or some such words as though there was multiple counselors who were disrespecting one another (laughs) uh, publicly. And uh, so no one was asked to apologize. And uh, she was allowed to continue chairing meetings, even though she clearly has no respect for her colleagues. So,
1: Well, I can say for sure that somebody should behave a certain way with regard to something.
0: Yeah.
1: And I am and dead serious. I mean it.
0: I feel, if, I'm not, I feel affronted
1: because <laughs> I'm just going to
0: assume that you meant me.
1: I wasn't call. I wasn't calling anybody out here in the sub basement.
0: <laughs> I'm the only person you work with, Aiden. Clearly, you meant me, and I am offended. And uh...
1: I I was working uh, in this job with somebody, and last week they uh, they took the last uh, Slim Jim from the vending machine, and um, my back was really itchy, and I needed that to scratch my back with, and I feel like. If you take the last Slim Jim without asking your coworkers, uh, then then you don't deserve my respect.
0: You know, I I can't confess that it was me. I would never eat a Slim Jim. No, I did I did take the last chewy cigar and light it up. Oh, and uh, yeah.
1: And we have chewy cigars. Chewy um, ham,
0: chewy ham cigars.
1: Oh, okay, okay. You, I, I, I'm so sorry. I, I did, I did not realize that. Uh, that what i have been taking to be slim jims low these many years are are chewy ham cigars yeah cuz well, i've never thought to like try and light one up
0: yeah you should smoke them
1: yeah i mean i just thought they were there to like scratch backs with and get oh those hard to reach oh my god, god.
0: you've been scratching your backs with them
1: yeah and, and those hard to reach places yeah
0: and i well i'm glad i lit them on fire but i'm <laughs> sad i drew them i drew the smoke into my lungs <laughs>
1: It's, it's the smoke of hard-to-reach places. Yeah.
0: Anyways. So, yeah, and this is not the first time that Councillor Shaw...
3: This program has exhausted its Shaw-dunking quota for the month of March. No further Shaw-dunking will be permitted beyond this point. We now return you to your program, currently in progress and purged of excess Shaw-dunking.
0: Uh, we're on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio, or the Queen City Improvement Bureau. So m- March 24th, there was a special count- uh, executive, sorry, an executive committee meeting, and it was a special one to deal with the energy and sustainability framework. Right. Right. Uh, there were so many delegations, uh, including uh, our guest from our last meeting, Yvette Crane, mm-hmm. was there to speak in favor of the uh, framework. The framework passed unanimously, which um, bravo, everybody. Good work. Mm-hmm. Um the uh, Councillor Hawkins spoke extremely well on it. There were, I cannot remember how many delegations. There were many. You don't get a list of delegations for an executive committee meeting the same way you do for a council meeting. So um, I, wasn't, I wasn't making tick marks to keep track. But uh, there were a lot. And everybody came out to say that they supported the, uh, the framework. Uh, and everybody had ideas on how to implement the framework. There was a lot of talk of implementation And so by the end, uh, Councillor Hawkins spoke extremely well on it. Uh, Zekidniak, Stadnichak, Stevens, they all spoke very strongly in favor of the framework. Um, One councillor seemed to be biting back their bile over having to vote in favor. And that was Councillor Ooh,
1: Interesting.
0: All of her questions were about, will we still be allowed to build big houses on big lots? And will we still be able to build drive-throughs? these She was very concerned about these two things that will the framework ban big houses and will it ban uh, drive-throughs? And she was told many times that th- they would not. These things were not be going to be banned. Uh, and she was asking about density a lot, too. but um mm. yeah, she was her questions were the most critical and the most combative of all the counselors, of delegations mm-hmm. and of the uh, consultants. Now, the consultants are sustainability solutions group. And I have a clip, and it is uh, Councillor Brashani asking a question of the representative from Sustainability Solutions Group. And I will just, like, spoiler, I'm not a fan of the consultant's answer to this question. So, but I will play that now.
2: No, I think, is there evidence, and this might be for our specialists here, is there evidence to support that, like, the claim that higher density enhances livability and quality of life?
3: Yeah, great. Thank you for that question. It's a, it's a great question, a really important question. Um, so there's a few components here. I would say, you know, uh, when we first started uh, doing community energy and emissions plan a long time ago, uh, density was core and central to that because, of course, there weren't electric vehicles and, and it was hard to build a net zero home. It was very expensive. So density was one of the uh, primary ways that you could decrease emissions, make everything close and accessible. Now, we still see that it's important, but in a different way. And and I can say um, much of the reason that we included density in Regina's plan um, was because of feedback we received from the community. And this feedback that we received was particularly around mobility and livability and accessibility for individuals who... Um, could not afford uh, vehicles, uh, an electric vehicle, and people that did not want to live uh, far from the center for various reasons. And so it became an equity piece. So we know that technically, yes, we can create now a net zero plan um, that relies completely on net zero homes and electric vehicles. And we could forget about transit and active transportation and densification technically, Um, but it does limit the options um, and lifestyles that people can lead essentially within the city. And what we heard during public engagement is that there is a desire um, for that active transportation, mobility and, and access essentially to, to living in a central area to be able to access all resources. Um, and people very much um, spoke about things like mobility being a, being a right and access to services being a right. so
0: There you go. We don't need to do density. We don't need to do walkability. We don't need to do transit. You're we gonna, can be sustainable with electric vehicles.
1: You're going to have to bleep this, but what the <laughs> f*** is that? Like, if, if this is sustainability, we are, we're doomed. Yeah. We are so, like, everybody building net zero homes and driving electric vehicles to like the, like half an hour to their homes or more is not a recipe for sustainability. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying anything that you're probably not thinking, but I just, I, I just can't imagine that for like lots of people with lower income, this is of any help,
2: mm-hmm.
1: any use at all. Like just, you know, well, I guess the the central part of the city just gets left behind in this, um, and it's just, oh, it's just, it's just nonsense. It's just more, it's just the same school of thinking that perceives carbon offsets as some kind of good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree 100%. Uh, there, was some, there was some chatter on social media about, and a lot of councillors at Kidney asked questions were hinting at this idea of, is it better to pass the framework as it is or send it back to administration to make it stronger Mm -hmm. And I think after seeing uh, the consultant who worked on this uh, say this, I uh, think it's best to pass the framework as is because I don't want to hand it back to the chucklehead to put it together.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and the thing is, I mean, at some point, any plan or any framework has to come up against what people want. And if people don't want to live downtown, if they want to like build live in big I'll be at net zero houses on the edge of the city. I mean, there's only so much that a city can do yeah. beyond provide incentives. And you can't legislate people into the middle of a city. Not, It just doesn't yeah. work that way. Um, so you- I, I, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, I was just going to say, but I mean, people need to, people have to be start paying for the externalities that they're creating. So if they're mm-hmm. making the city less livable, if mm-hmm. they're making the city less sustainable and expanding our carbon footprint, I mean, we should be paying for that. Right. Sure. And I mean, for those of us, for those of us, like, you know, here in the Queen City Improvement Bureau, cold, damp basement, uh, we have to keep <laughs> the heat up very high so we don't die. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, our, our heating bills are very expensive. Fortunately, they don't know um, how to collect from us.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> this is true. Yeah. But I, I'm going to say if somebody can afford to build, let's say a three story, three car garage, net zero home with, I don't know, three electric vehicles in there. The, the one thing that these people are, are not going to want to do is pay any money the government yeah yeah and they are the people with the income and political clout to sort of be paid attention to um
0: i'm like I, I i'm gonna go so far as to say that i think uh, without knowing how they did it apart from their explanation that they offered an executive committee i doubt that the um sustainability solution group's math is right like I think I think they've they've there's there's a number they've forgotten to subtract somewhere. That's a big number. Uh, when they <laughs> when they came up with their their response of electric vehicles and net zero houses are gonna get us to sustainability.
1: Yeah. Um uh, no, I was saying that if you're yeah, I mean net zero houses are good. Electric vehicles uh-huh. are good. Like they, they there's advantages to both. Um but if you're if there's no real change in the way that you live people are living on mass there's yeah. no incentive for anything else to change except a few means of production and and the truth is that often when technological changes are introduced that make energy cheaper or more efficient use fills up it's yeah. like the tra- it's like you know building more roads and more cars fill up like you know the, the roads you build to 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 lighten traffic it's a similar principle at work so i just yeah. I just don't see the long term benefit of more, basically.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, and I, you, you're exactly right.
1: So, sorry, I'm I'm looking at a list of like the cheapest electric vehicles in Canada these days. Oh, nice. Um, they're they're all they're all in the range of the new ones, forty to sixty thousand. Oh Jesus! But obviously, this is not affordable for. No. I think a lot of families nowadays. So.
0: Yeah. Fortunately, though, the plan that we did get did have density and did have um, like density was very clearly an afterthought, like it was listed after uh, improving the waste uh, collection system. Uh, It was right at the end of the report. Um, And we also got transit as one of the big moves. That was good. Um, And I think that, you know, hats off to the community that engaged with this process because they made for a much better framework, evidently than what we would have gotten from this consultant if left to its own devices. Mm-hmm. So that's good news, I guess.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, and I'm hoping that now once the, the report is done and if it gets passed at the council meeting that uh, without any substantial changes, that you know, this will be out of the hands of Sustainability Solutions Group and the community that actually cares about the city and cares about sustainability can, uh, can sort of take the ball and run with it. Um, I don't know. I'm also worried that we haven't we have a density motion coming forward uh, that we'll be talking about intensification, urban density. We know that Councillor brishani based on that question alone, he really wants to like, you know, just throw open the floodgates on what you build in this city. And big houses, big mansions on gigantic lots uh this answer from SSG has given her all the ammunition she needs to say we don't need to be limiting density in regina because it doesn't it doesn't affect our carbon footprint because we're all going to have electric vehicles the, the the consultant said so so
1: yeah uh oh well, yeah. well you know b- baby steps i think you know you, I guess. you get there you get there slowly you know even though there is no real time for slowly anymore but it's how we're going to get there probably yeah
0: anyways we are out of time for this half like quite a bit all right yeah so we should just run straight to the pre-recorded innovative revenue tools
1: all right let's get to them
0: the queen city improvement bureau would like to acknowledge the regina warehouse business improvement district for their support of our show The Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District. Improving the district where there are warehouses in Regina. And we're back from Innovative Revenue Tools.
1: Those were some, and I don't say this lightly, some very good revenue tools we just heard.
0: They always are.
1: They always are. There's, I want to, I want to, uh, patronize those businesses and or buy those products.
0: Same here. We uh, we should mention that we have a sponsor. Mm -hmm. That's all I've got. My notes say we have a sponsor.
1: Oh, well, my notes say ask Paul what the sponsor is. So I'm going to make something up and hopefully I'll be correct. Uh, Paul. Yes. What do you think? What do you think of warehouses? I love love
0: warehouses. I love love
1: them to bits. Do you think there should be not only a part of town full of warehouses, but a, like, but an entire organization dedicated to improving the business district in which the warehouses are located?
0: It seems like a no-brainer to me. Absolutely, it, it, absolutely.
1: It is a leading question. I'll give you. I'll give you that. Um, yeah. Yes. So our sponsor is the Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District. Uh, there. Not only are there warehouses in need of improvement, uh, there's also uh, tons of businesses, gyms, bars, grocery stores, you name it, they've got it.
0: And a little bit left over to support the Queen City Improvement Bureau with.
1: Right, just enough.
0: Yep. Just a smidge. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, uh, with that out of the way, we uh, actually have a guest attending our meeting today. Do we? We do.
1: I've got uh, no notes on, on, on a guest. Well,
0: you know, uh, it's Oscar season has just passed. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be appropriate for us uh, in the Queen City Improvement Bureau to honor the, uh, the most revered cinematographer for the Bureau. Uh, and that would be Graham Condo, the man who films, or I guess, videos our city council and committee meetings. Hello, Graham.
4: Hello. <laughs> you've Hello. Uh, you've you've made my you you've made my ego grow ten sizes today. <laughs> <laughs> you, I have a lot to live up to here.
0: <laughs> well, you do because uh, I was thinking about this today. That of all the TV shows that I have watched in the last ten years, I have watched more hours of the show you produce than anything else
4: oh i've lost count of, of how many hours that those those uh those meetings have. uh I, they've been produced it's uh i i don't even try to count anymore it's uh it boggles my mind
0: <laughs> there are there are in there are city council meetings that last longer than entire tv seasons
4: yep it's true wow. it's true yeah the the budget meeting last uh Last, yeah. uh, last December was over, was over three days, um, uh, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. edited it, edited all together without their recesses and all their supper breaks. It was 19 hours. And, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my God. You didn't have to do that. Did you, did you, do you do well, the editing it all together?
4: That's, that's the easy part. No, that's that I'm making that to sound like it's, it's more work than it is. So putting it all, uh, uh, editing it all together, that, that, that takes maybe half an hour. It, it, it takes about 19 hours to render, but, uh, but uh, putting it all together, it doesn't take too long. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: So how long have you been doing this? How long have you been the man in the, 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 the hidden booth in Henry Baker Hall? shooting council meetings yeah
4: yeah, but yeah and, and you're right it, it is a hidden booth it's it's a it's a, it's a dark room with a with a with a computer screen and some uh, some uh, recording equipment i've been um, i've been a producer with access since uh se- since september of 2009 and i started doing it then as a producer but before then um i um, i i spent a few years up in saskatoon but before then I, I did uh, city council meetings probably from about, oh, uh, 2001 until 2006. So it's been, oh, wow. it's been a, it's, I, 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 I know my way around that building, let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> Those That's, would have been the days of like, beta tapes or whatever for video.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, actually, well, I, uh, I, I missed, I missed that time uh, where, oh. uh, where you yeah, had this big, huge tape that could, you could fit a whole hour onto, but you know they, mm-hmm. they upgraded it to DV cam tapes where it was just this little, little thing where you could record three hours on it. And that was, that saved our bacon many times uh, just because uh, uh, like I said, those meetings are long. So mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you were studying to be a a cinematographer was, did did you plan this? Like, have you, have you been like aspiring to, to do city council meetings? Cause I like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, this is going to sound like I'm (laughs) you, but I'm serious. I, I admire what you do hugely and I greatly value everything that you do. So
4: well i well to tell you the truth when i was in film school i went to the, i went to film school at the u of r and uh, i had grand aspirations of being being a, a famous film director and all that stuff um but at the same time and 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 i I'm, I'm not i'm not kidding around here at the same time i start, i started to have this um this love of local television and uh, just, just the just the the uniqueness of local television, and just just it's it's and just sometimes and, and and this this sounds uh, this sounds insulting, but it actually isn't the silliness of of local television. Yeah. And um, when I after I graduated from film school, a, a job opportunity opened up at Access. Uh, back then, it was still called Cable Regina, where I got to be a master control operator, and then and then got to be a production assistant after that, and. I found I found out uh, when I started doing City Hall. I sort of became a civic politics junkie. I I love nice. any I love everything and anything that is civic politics, and it's just it's it's so fascinating to to see it's li- it's literally democracy on the front lines, and um, you get to see you get to see you get every meeting is different, and you, you get to see uh, like conflicts here and there, but but at the same time everybody's trying to manage the city the best they can. And it's it's just, it's fascinating to watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Mm. 100%. I guess I kind of figured that because you've been doing this since, you know, forever Mm. that at this point you would just be like, Sitting in the booth, reading a book, and 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 punching the buttons, just you know, sort of like basically at random to like change the <laughs> angles. But you're actually paying attention as you as you're doing all this.
4: Well, t- truth be told, I I, I do have uh, cribbage juts installed on my phone, and I do play that <laughs> uh, at times. But but no, I I I I've learned over the years uh, to listen to different inflections and stuff like that to uh, to know when to switch to uh, to different cameras. During during the height of COVID, uh, covering council was easy because most of the time I'd just be on the wide shot because there was no one else there. Everyone else was online. So, uh, it, yeah, it, it, I, I won and lost a few. I've won and lost a few curbage games as I've, as I've covered City Hall. Good.
0: Uh, so how does the setup work? Like, how many cameras do you have? Um, and you just you're doing everything from inside a booth. You don't have to, like yeah yeah get
4: out at all yeah well when i when i first started uh we uh we didn't have robotic cameras uh we we used our we used our our cameras from our mobile truck um oh. uh and and they had to be they had to be uh powered by uh by by humans so um uh getting crew for those those long city council meetings they they, they tended to be difficult um and uh it, it was it was it was tough at times to uh to get camera people to, to, to cover council. So um, when I came back from Saskatoon, uh, they, they, uh, they changed it to, to, to a robotic camera system, uh, which meant it was a one person show. Um, And so now, now it, now it's, 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 it's four cameras, um all robotic uh that i control with a joystick in the in the control room and uh um and then i just get the audio feed from their uh from their uh from their sound system and away i go it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty nice little setup um and it's it's uh easy e- easy to use so it's, it nice. makes makes life a lot easier now that i don't have to use humans to uh <laughs> to record to record meetings yeah
1: uh do the do the cameras look like uh the robot from Robocop 2? And if not, <laughs> why not?
4: Well, well I, I wasn't I, I wasn't the one who purchased them. I uh they should have. They should have. I I I I would have liked that or or at least uh or at least uh the, the robot from uh uh the robot from uh, uh that Pixar movie, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, <laughs> Wally <laughs> Wally. Right. Um but yeah, they're, they're, they're kinda, they 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 kind of they kind of have an R two D two kind of feel to them, uh, a much s- smaller, more uh, sinister look to them. But uh, but uh, <laughs> they, uh, they they are they do look like R two D two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Okay, so we all know that there's like you know days when things can get kind of dramatic, and mm. uh, you know counselors can get kind of like you know butting heads with one another. Um, do you like? Do you do you spend much time thinking about okay? How am I going to cut this? You know, how am I going to what camera am I going to jump to? I've got to make sure I get that uh, that facial expression on the mayor to see how annoyed they are. Like, are you are you you doing that sort of stuff?
4: No, no, no. I I kind of model I kind of model it after uh, how uh, CPAC does it with uh, with uh, with uh, Parliament, where uh, if it's the one person talking, I stay on that person. Uh, until that that person is done, um, it's it's kind of it's kind of a, a way that I show respect for the other counselors. That if they're not talking, um, uh, it it's uh, it, it means that they that they don't get in trouble. I tr- I try I try to be respectful of each of each counselor uh, and each person in that room, so that uh, so so that they they only talk. They they know when they, when or when they're not on camera.
0: Yeah. It must be tempting to throw in a reaction shot every now and then when somebody says something really boneheaded though. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah. I, I've, I've seen a few uh, eye rolls a few times and, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's been a few, there's been a few hated uh, arguments. <laughs> I yeah. <won't> lie. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: So for you is, it, uh, how does your work day work? Do you like show up just before the council meeting starts, then do your shooting and then just go home or do you, is it, is there more to it?
4: There is, there isn't much to it now. Um, um, uh, basically I, I, uh, they, they, post the agenda online, um, about a week in advance. And then, um, the, I use a graphic system that's, uh, that, that, that uh, that it, it's, it's power, it's basically PowerPoint. And I put all, I put all the agenda items in the PowerPoint and then the name, the name keys of the, all the counselors. Uh, and, uh, I, I try to, I try to be at Henry Baker hall about an hour before, uh, before the meeting starts, just to make sure Jesus. everything, everything's working. And, uh, and, uh, just wait for them, wait for them to start. And we, uh, for council meetings, we broadcast them on uh, Access Now TV and also on our YouTube. And then, uh, City Hall has their own, has their own feed as well. Um, yeah, and th- basically I'm there just to cover the, cover the meeting. Um, and, uh, once it's done, I pack up, uh, pack up the little laptop and, uh, and, uh, just clean up my area go back to access and just uh, piece it all, piece it all together. So uh, for, for the replay uh, if, and for, for a copy for city hall as well. So it's, uh, right. it's not, it's, it's uh, it's not as, uh, it's not as, uh, um, um, it, there isn't a lot of work pre or uh, pre or post work involved. It, a lot of that work is just at city hall. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Still, though, I mean, if you're showing up an hour before and if you still have post-production to do after, like when these meetings are like six hours long, like that's a long day for you of like mm-hmm. just just being absorbed by this council meeting.
4: Um, it is, but like I said, I'm a junkie. I'm a, I'm a civic nice. politics junkie, so it doesn't it doesn't bother me, and and uh, I all I, I, I it it doesn't surprise me that that, that the meeting's going to be as long as it is. I I mean uh, when there's when there's a, a in the agenda list is ten pages long, I know I'm in for a long haul. <laughs> yeah. um, um, and uh, I I I have one rule for myself that and any if, if there's anyone that's covering for me at City Hall, I always tell them this one rule. Um, even if you don't have to go to the bathroom before the meeting starts Yeah, and, and, uh, and go to the bathroom again, whenever they have a, when, whenever they have a, a recess, because <laughs> nature calls and <laughs> you can't, yeah. ju- you can't leave the booth, uh, when, uh, you can't be, you can't leave the booth if they're still talking. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's best to, it's, <laughs> it's best to be, uh, all clear. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So we're on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. We're the Queen City Improvement Bureau, and we're talking to Graham Condo from Access Communications, who is the man behind the camera that captures all the action at City Council. One of the things that's happened recently is, uh, and I think it started just with COVID, is they switched from just having a video feed of the council meetings to having a feed for all the committee meetings as well, so that's like added a lot more time. Uh, it, how did you find out about that, and what was your reaction when uh, you, your job got expanded like that?
4: Well, it's it, I saw it coming. I saw it coming, yeah. and uh, um, I think they 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 want to be as transparent as possible. They want they want they really want the public to see what they're doing. Um, and so, uh, with with uh, the council chambers being closed during COVID they had they still had a city to run um and so it was partly it was partly an offer by us to do it and uh partly them asking as well so yeah. um so yeah we 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 took on the uh we took on the duties of uh of, of covering uh committee meetings as well and it really opened my eyes to see the work that goes on um before anything comes to council um and it was uh it was it was refreshing to see and uh, it was it was enlightening to see as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, once uh cuz I I rarely went to executive committee meetings just because I, you know, there's only so many hours in a week. And uh so then when I started watching executive committee meetings and finding out that some of these items it wouldn't just be like the show at council it would be like there'd be two shows that these that these reports would go through. It was uh, it was very eye opening how how many of those there are.
4: Yeah, they're, they're yeah the the and I'm finding now that um, uh, that uh, uh, that the council's the, the new council that now they've got a year under their belt they're they're understanding that they can debate a lot of the stuff during during executive committee yeah. um, and then once they have all that stuff worked out they can they can uh, take, they don't spend as much time uh, during council meetings um, and uh, it it means it it means that delegations can speak at both and uh, it. Uh, uh delegations, even though they can be they they can be long sometimes they there can be a long list of delegations at times they do have an effect on 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 how councilors vote um uh, on on any on any of the agenda items
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah, so you've been at this like well longer than Aiden and I covering city council so um i i have i want to know what your favorites are so like what's your favorite <laughs> what's your favorite council so far?
4: um i well I, I don't have a i don't have a specific favorite council i do have a favorite council counselor um uh, and yeah and he's no he's no longer he's no longer on council he retired uh after last term and that's mike o'Donnell um i have a lot of respect for the man he does <laughs> yep. he he did a lot for the city even before he became a counselor he was part of the uh he was part of the high school athletics association in regina and uh, he did a lot for athletics. Um, for the city. And then when he became a counselor, he, he really showed himself to be, um, a, a, a steady hand, uh, when, when some counselors might have, might be more emphatic and more and more want and wanting to be, uh, uh, wanting to, wanting to run things a, a different way. He was, he was a level head, uh, in a lot of those council meetings where, where, some people were, were getting, uh, or were butting heads. And what I liked most about him, uh, was that he would, he would take time whenever he got up to speak to explain it, explain what was happening to the listening audience, uh, so that everyone understood what was going on. Um, and, uh, I've told, I, I've told him many times he's, he's my favorite council person, uh, uh, counselor. Um, and I need no disrespect to, uh, any of the other counselors that are, that have been on council or the ones that are on now. Um, they, they all have, they all have, uh, they all have a place in my heart. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, Michael Donald, he's, he will always be my favorite.
0: Yeah. He That's was great. a,
4: he was a class act. Yes. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely yeah uh, i and i do miss him on council uh, as well because uh, um, um there there were times uh, especially in this last year where there were a lot of really intense debates on on different on different items and um i i missed hearing his uh, his uh, calming voice <laughs> during yeah. those times yeah mm-hmm.
0: and i think they would have done uh Things would have been improved if Mike O'Donnell had been there to like sort of lend some, you know, sort of institutional know-how on how to, you know, how to conduct yourself at a meeting. And uh, uh, because things have sort of procedurally gone off the rails a few times over the last year. And I I think that if he had been there uh, sort of like, you know, nudging things in the background, it would have been much improved.
4: Yeah, well, I I, I do want to give I do want to give the councillors and the mayor credit, though, because a lot this this new council is mostly new, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of, there were a lot of new faces after the after the election. And so they had to kind of figure things out on on their own. Um, And, and I've noticed over the years, whenever there's a whenever there's a council it, that's in its first year, there's always going to be growing pains. Uh, there's always going to be a new way of doing things and mm-hmm. a new way to figure out how to run the city. And they're they're getting there now. I, I think now that they've got a year yeah. under their belt, they're the, they're a lot more understanding of of how things are done and uh, and to, uh, on on how how the how council should be uh, should be run. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Still, have there been times over the last year where you've just been like, "Oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this."
4: Um. <laughs> I, let's just say I'm just glad there isn't a camera pointed at me in those in, in those meetings. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> it, they, there there are times where where I, where I'm uh, I, I'm driving home uh, at night and I'm and I'm pretending that I'm a counselor and and, and saying what I would I would have wanted to say um but but again again those the the people who run for council they give up a lot of yeah. a, a lot of uh, their own free time they they sacrifice a lot to be there and so i i have to be i have to say that i, I that i i respect what they do even though i sometimes disagree with uh, how they do it but yeah. again that's democracy and that's 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 how it that's how it's run so <laughs> yeah
0: what other stuff do you do? Like, I mean, th- this isn't the only thing that you shoot for Access, apparently. No, no, no. I'm uh, i I'm, I'm a busy boy,
4: um, uh, and all of us at Access are are, are busy people. Uh, um, I uh, I also uh, I produce a show called Locker Talk. Uh, oh, with, nice. Uh, oh. With, with Pete Pascoe and Mitchell Blair, um, and yeah. that uh, that's a show that runs weekly that uh, profiles uh, um, local sports here in Regina and in mm-hmm. in and around as, uh, Regina as well. It gets. It gives it gives uh, it gives uh, a spotlight on 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 a lot of uh, amateur sports uh, in the city, and I, I love that show. Um, and I'm also working on uh, working on uh, the uh, Saskatchewan Country Music Awards, which we're going to be broadcasting on uh, on April 23rd at 8 p.m. Oh, uh, nice! Just sh- a shameless plug there. Um, and uh, normally, normally we would uh, do this; we would cover it as a, as a as an event. But uh, just that we're at the tail end of COVID, hopefully um uh so we're doing it as a as uh, we're doing it uh, as a virtual show this time around so it means that we have to pre-record a bunch of a bunch of things and uh so uh, uh that's that's kind of my life right now
0: <laughs> so are you pre-recording things in studio with people or are you doing things virtually online and making uh, videos from that
4: a mixture of both and i'm also going to be heading out uh, to film to film people um actually later this week uh uh, I'll be going up to Saskatoon to film the hosts of the show and, uh, film some of the segments there. Um, and so I'll, I'll be doing that. And, uh, I, and I'll also take a detour up to North Battleford as well, uh, just to, uh, check on things up there, see how, uh, see how our studio is up there and, uh, and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah. I, I, and then other than that, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I, I do some traveling as well. Uh, a, a weekend after next, I'm going to, uh, Tisdale, Cudworth and Waka. Uh, all in a weekend, and uh, nice. and and then, and then taking another another detour down to Carnduff as well. So, uh, oh, cool. So, yeah. So, it, it, I, it's it's again. I, I I love local local television, and I love just the uniqueness of of what each community has to bring. And it's just it's it's uh, in now that I'm be- I'm becoming more aged, uh, it's uh, it's become a passion of mine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I hate to make you choose between ask your children but <laughs> between country music sports and city council which are you a bigger fan of
4: oh gosh that's a hard question because mm. I, I i love them all for different reasons <laughs> um I, I will say I, I will say local sports wins out oh. uh yeah, I, I yeah, I'm so I'm sorry. I like I am I am a I am a, a, a civic civic politics junkie, but I also love uh, local sports and I love covering high school sports because oh, yes. yeah because uh, because uh, those 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 kids they they this is their time to shine in a spotlight. Um, yeah. I, I I recently covered the the city high school. Uh, basketball finals and I also covered uh, some hoopla games in um, in Stoughton last weekend and it's just it's it's a way to it's a way for them to have a bit of a spotlight so they they can have a little bit of glory uh before they go on on to uh onto things when they graduate from high school
0: yeah that's awesome so how big is the team that you work with to like put on city council meetings and things for access tv
4: uh, well, it, uh, it's it's a very small it's a very small team uh, for, for for city council meetings. It's just it's just me, and then uh, there's a master control operator back back at access just to make sure it goes to air. Um, and there's a there's a uh, couple of other folks that uh, uh, get the get the feed ready for it to go online and uh, and and to promote it and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the production department at Access is is relatively small. There's um, probably about a dozen of us um, in Regina, and there's a couple of a couple of uh, uh, there's a there's a producer in Weyburn, uh, a, a producer in in Estevan, and uh, a couple of people in Yorkton, a couple of people in North Battleford. Uh, so we, we we're we're a, we're a small group of uh, out of out of uh, out of Access, but uh, we we do a lot, and we do we do uh, cover we do cover a lot <laughs> in this province. I, <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it, there's a huge volume of, of, uh, of productions that we do uh, on access and uh, we, we try to, we try to get as many first run hours as, as possible. Um, we just love sho- showcasing our province. So. Nice.
0: So do you have a favorite character on city council right now? Oh, um,
4: Please say Hawkins. Please say Hawkins. Please say Hawkins. Well, for, 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 for Aiden's benefit, I'll, I will say Councillor Bob Hawkins. Yes, he, uh, he's, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> no, I, I I love I love them all equally. They're they're like my little children. My little uh, my little children that are put on TV, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, each of the, each of them have, have uh, each of them have their own have, have their own strengths and uh, and. Uh, they're they're a good mix this this year and this this term and i will say i do enjoy Mm -hmm. seeing a large amount of 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 women on council and i I, it's and it's good to and it's good to have a a female mayor on council as well Mm -hmm. i think it's more representative of uh of what our city needs
0: absolutely Uh, agreed yeah yeah (laughs) well Graham, that was fantastic. Thank you. Um, yeah. We're pretty much out of time here. Uh, the, the 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 locks on the uh, sub basement are going to be opening soon, and we'll be able to leave for a bit. But oh, thanks for com- you some air. Though, eh? yeah. yeah, let you
4: walk outside for a few few minutes. Eh? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And then we have to get back to the grind. But again, uh, thank you for coming on. And, and like I say, this is a, I'm a huge fan of your work. Thank you.
4: <laughs> well, I'm a huge fan of your work as well, and uh, no, I I, I I appreciate you guys uh, um, bringing bringing this uh, bringing this to light to uh, on 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 radio and uh, um, local coverage is always good and yeah. and both in radio and on television. So thank thank you both for what you guys do.
0: Likewise, thank you. All right, um, I think with that we're going to need to call for an adjournment.
1: All right, I uh, second that motion.
0: Uh, I'll third it.
1: In that case. <laughs> uh graham do you do you fourth it do you forth
4: I, the I i i i i forth the motion yes sir yes yes all
1: right motion is Really carried. Uh, you've been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau 91.3 FM CJTR. We are broadcasts um, Thursday evenings 7 to 8 p.m., and we broadcast Monday afternoons, 3 to 4 p.m. Our guest tonight is being Graham Kondo. Thanks also to uh, Ryan Hill, aka Guidewire, for supplying our theme music. As always, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Queen City IB, and on cjtr.ca slash podcasts. I think that's it. Uh, there's there's more shows after this, so you can stick around, uh, enjoy them. That's all. Keep on improving, China.